Chapter 3 of Crossing Guardian Angel A Good Omens Fan Fiction Written by Snay underscore B Read aloud by Skya Simaru If you enjoy this podfic, you can check out the original story on Archive of Our Own. If you would like to hear more of my recordings or see some of my own work, you can find me through the pen and screen name of Skya Simaru. Crossing Guardian Angel Chapter 3 Warning! Parts of this chapter are not safe for work. It includes descriptions of sexual activity. Please utilize headphones if you intend to listen. Yes, Aziraphale had said it once, then twice, then a third time as Crowley backed him down the hall to his bedroom. Each time he sounded more sure of himself. Even then, as the backs of his knees hit the edge of Crowley's mattress and Crowley crawled onto his lap, he'd gazed up and asked, Are we going too fast? Oh, most definitely, Crowley said, and then let a Seraphel push his shirt up over his ribs so he could strip it the rest of the way over his head, which is how they ended up here, Crowley working a Seraphel's buttons free at his throat, fingers clumsy and taking too long until a Seraphel finally lets go of Crowley's hips and does it himself. <laughs> Sorry. Aziraphel kisses Crowley in the middle of his sternum and drags his own shirt over his head. Don't be. Crowley kisses the top of his head and then cups his cheeks to kiss him on the mouth again. I swear I'm cooler than this. Crowley can't remember the last time he went stumbling down a hallway, so overwhelmed by the person in his arms, so desperate to press their bodies close. Aziraphale laughs as he pulls their bare chests together. <laughs> I'm certain I've never been so cool. It feels better than Crowley can remember, kissing lips that are smiling. He does it over and over again, while Aziraphale eases them backward onto the bed, keeps kissing him as Aziraphale rolls him onto his back and starts working open his fly. You're sure it's okay with, um... Aziraphale is looking over his shoulder back toward the bedroom door. Yeah, yeah. Crowley's hands pause on Aziraphale's belt. But if you're uncomfortable, I trust you. Crowley grins at that. Well, that and the fact that Aziraphale is sitting back on his heels and pulling the top of Crowley's pants down his hips. The grin slips as he makes his own progress on Aziraphale's pants. 
when he hooks his thumbs under the waistband of Aziraphale's briefs, a dark purple smudge catches his eye. He dips his chin and tries to get a better look, tugs and finds more and more of the mottled purple mess on his skin. He sits up and pulls just the right side of the briefs as far as they will budge and still doesn't reach the end of the bruise, which continues down the front of Aziraphale's thigh. Oh, my God, Aziraphale. It looks worse than it is. Crowley runs his fingers over the yellowing edges, the places that are so dark they're almost black. He can't look away. This was the trade-off. The badge Aziraphale took with him for Agnes that day. One that, judging by the look on Aziraphale's face, he wears with honor. Crowley finds himself pushing Aziraphale over and into the mattress and putting his lips to it, pulling everything down his legs to kiss him from the crest of his hip all the way to the middle of his thigh and back up again. <sighs> I really never... Aziraphale stops and sucks in a breath as Crowley's nose drags along the crease of his thigh. <sighs> never allowed myself to entertain the notion we'd... Uh, um. He swallows, fingers finding Crowley's hair as his lips land there instead, that we'd end up here, in bed, or I'd have warned you. Does it hurt? It's uh, tender. Crowley puts his palm over the dark center of it so he can drag his eyes away. He wants to watch Aziraphale's face. I'll be careful, then. It's been a while since Crowley's done this. His sex life didn't end when Agnes was born, but it definitely slowed down. When she was a baby, he was too exhausted to do anything but sleep and take long, hot baths when she was with Anathema. And then when she got older, he'd find himself out for a good time, thinking about how much he missed her rather than what the cute guy on the barstool next to him was saying. That didn't always matter. They weren't always listening to him, either. Which means he hasn't completely forgotten how to make someone feel good. Aziraphale's already hard as Crowley takes him in hand, but he gets even stiffer when Crowley slips him onto his tongue. He bites his lip, and his abs squeeze with the first hot drag of Crowley's mouth. Crowley keeps his eyes on his face, even as Aziraphale's eyes flutter closed and his head tilts back. His own cock aches as he watches him give in to his pleasure. Aziraphale's hips lift up off the mattress like he wants more. But when he parts his lips, he says, Slow. 
Crowley thought he was going slow already, but he slows down even more. Takes an eternity to slide his lips from the thick ridge at the head of Aziraphale's cock, all the way down until the coarse hair at its base brushes the tip of his nose. And then another eternity to do it in reverse. He does it again and again while Aziraphale's knees inch up until eventually a foot slips out of his pant leg and brushes along Crowley's thigh. Do you... Aziraphale sighs. His back arches. His fingers squeeze where they've gotten tangled in Crowley's hair. I'd like to... Crowley isn't sure he's ever seen something so sexy as a Seraphel struggling to get a sentence out. He can't help but go faster, just to watch him squirm, to see what he looks like as he gets close to the edge. A Seraphel's voice drops to a whisper. I want you. Crowley draws away with a smile on his face. It's been a while since he's heard those words, and they make him tingle. Aziraphale rests the back of his wrist on his forehead and takes a steadying breath, blows it out through his lips while Crowley kisses the bruise one more time. Oh, gosh, you're good at that. <laughs> Did you just say gosh? When Aziraphale laughs, his belly shakes, and Crowley gets that urge to bite again. So he does, sinks his teeth into the soft place just next to Aziraphale's belly button, as Aziraphale rakes his fingers through his hair. He squeaks, laughs again. <laughs> Occupational hazard. Is this what falling feels like? Crowley thought he fell back in Aziraphale's classroom, but that dizzy, belly full of butterflies, warm all over feeling, is only getting stronger. Fuck, I want you too, Angel. There's Lube and a box of condoms in the bedside table. Crowley thanks his lucky stars. He doesn't actually remember the last time he had someone in his bed, has never much liked the idea of bringing a stranger home, even when Agnes wasn't around. It felt wrong to lead someone past the half-peeled stickers and the toys and her buttercup yellow bedroom door when he didn't want them to be a part of her life. What it means that Aziraphale is here now only sinks in as Aziraphale's settling between his legs and kissing him again. Crowley feels peeled open at the realization. Raw! That falling sensation hits him again and he holds on to Aziraphale like it might keep him grounded. Aziraphale holds on to him too, and he wonders if maybe they aren't falling together. There are fingers first, 
thick and warm and slick, pressing into him and making his cock throb where it rests against his belly. He grabs it without thinking and understands why a seraphel asked for slow. He feels like he's going to come already. Too quick and it will be over too soon. He has to let go of himself entirely as a seraphel replaces his hand with his cock and begins to sink into him. Their foreheads press together. Crowley wraps his fingers around the nape of Aziraphale's neck and tries to keep the curse words that slip out on his ragged breath to a whisper. Aziraphale rolls his hips, cock nudging into that perfect place inside him every time. He sets into a rhythm that has Crowley panting already. He wasn't expecting the mild-mannered, blushing schoolteacher to fuck him so good right from the get-go. But maybe he should have when he'd seen that devilish smirk earlier. Crowley's head drops back as a seraphel wraps his fist around his cock and pulls. This time, a seraphel bites, makes Crowley gasp as he gets his teeth on his throat. Ah, fuck, Aziraphale! A broad hand slips under Crowley's back and holds him close. Aziraphale's hips land heavy, and his breath shudders across Crowley's collarbones. His curls are sweaty against Crowley's cheek, his palm hot against Crowley's spine. Every time he drags his fist up Crowley's cock, it makes Crowley's thighs tremble. Crowley takes a seraphel by the wrist. He doesn't want this to end yet. When he rasps out, slow, he can feel a seraphel smile. A seraphel matches his hips to his hand, kisses Crowley's jaw, and whispers to him. Like this? Crowley nods. His legs squeeze, and a seraphel sucks air through his teeth. <sighs> ah! It takes more effort than Crowley would have imagined it could to lift his head off the pillow. Uh, what? What's wrong? It's fine. Just. Uh... A seraphel pulls his palm from beneath Crowley's back and pushes his thigh up off his bruised hip, hugs his knee against his ribcage. Ah, oh, shit! Sorry! It's good. It's fine. Aziraphale rolls his hips down, and Crowley's whole body shudders. This is better anyway. Fucking hell! You're not... Dear God, you're not kidding! Crowley clings to Aziraphale, presses their mouths together to muffle the sounds coming out of him. He can feel his orgasm taking root, coiling up tighter every time Aziraphale drives his cock into him. He might have been able to keep himself right on the edge all night if Aziraphale hadn't let that one single 
lost in a haze groan, rattle up and out of his chest. It lands against Crowley's parted lips and sends him hurtling head first into his pleasure. His eyes roll back, his thighs shake, he feels like he's drowning in it. And then a seraphel comes too, and he's really done for. He feels so good, he's a little worried he's going to ask Aziraphale to move in when he figures out how his mouth works again. Hell, he might propose. Aziraphale slumps heavy on Crowley's chest. His lips take a lazy trail up his neck. <sighs> Will you... Crowley pushes his fingers into Aziraphale's curls and feels him sigh against his jaw. Have breakfast with me. With us? Oh, thank God. He gets a hum in response, and somehow he knows that it's another yes. Aziraphale snores. It's a soft, whistling thing against the nape of Crowley's neck, and he could listen to it all morning. He wants to chuck his phone across the room when it buzzes on his nightstand, but then the snore turns into soft sighs and even softer lips, and he decides it can live to see another day. The sky is blaze orange on the horizon as they tiptoe out the back door. Aziraphale with his shirt half-buttoned, Crowley in nothing but a pair of boxer briefs. They don't need to sneak, but they do anyway. It makes Crowley feel like a teenager again as he slips his arms around Aziraphale's waist and whispers, See you for breakfast in a couple hours. You're sure? I'd understand if you wanted to wait. Are you sure? Her filter is about as good as mine. She's definitely gonna bring up last night. Aziraphale smiles and leans in. His lips are nearly brushing Crowley's. <laughs> I'm sure. Aziraphale, I don't appreciate my kid calling the Velvet Underground Bebop. Crowley snorts as he slides his phone to the center of the dining room table. <laughs> Tell him yourself. Maybe he'll listen to you. Aziraphale lights up as he grabs the phone off the tabletop. Anathema! How is Copenhagen? I've heard they have very interesting hot dogs. We have a six-year-old. Aren't you tired of hot dogs? <laughs> on the contrary. AJ and I have been on a hot dog-based culinary journey. Crowley interrupts, and Aziraphale turns the phone around to face him while he talks. It's kind of their thing. Hot Dog Tuesday. You should see the shit they come up with. Disgusting. Leaves the kitchen a right mess. And guess who gets cleanup duty? 
So that's why AJ was on about something called a sonorin dog the other day. I thought she meant a chihuahua or something. The corners of Crowley's lips turned down. Hmm. Okay, that one was pretty good. Aziraphale turns the camera back toward himself. <laughs> Chihuahua is actually a neighboring Mexican state, but the hot dog itself originated... Oh my god, As You're lucky my kid likes you so much. Crowley grins and bumps Aziraphale with his foot beneath the table. I tell him that every day. It's starting! Aziraphale's face lights up at Agnes's voice. Crowley sighs. <laughs> Speak of the devil. Dad! Az! Hurry up! Crowley groans. <laughs> he shouldn't have agreed to this. But it turns out the only thing more effective in immediately crumbling his resolve than Agnes giving him puppy dog eyes is Agnes and Aziraphale giving him puppy dog eyes. He's lucky they use the tactic sparingly. All right, all right, we're coming. Agnes is bouncing around the living room. Beers is curled up on a sparkly pink beanbag and flips Crowley and Aziraphale the bird when they walk into the room. The chocolate milk stain is on full display. There's a spread of coloring pages and crayons strewn across the floor. Aziraphale's brogues are in the pile of shoes in the entryway and his key is on the credenza underneath today's mail. He takes his spot on the sofa and Crowley sprawls on the other half. Agnes is a tiny carbon copy of Crowley, legs akimbo, legs that seem to have grown a foot in the last year. She leans against Crowley's side and tucks the toes of one foot beneath Aziraphale's thigh. Crowley puts the phone in Agnes's hand. Here, take mommy. Are you watching, Mom? I'm watching, baby. Wouldn't miss it. Aziraphale drapes his arm across the back of the couch, and Crowley meets him halfway, lacing their fingers together at the seam in the middle. Crowley leans over and kisses Aziraphale's knuckles as the commercial break ends and two smiling newscasters come on the screen. One year ago this week, the quick thinking of a local English teacher saved a young girl's life. The security video plays in slow-mo and Crowley shivers. Aziraphale squeezes his fingers. Agnes nuzzles closer. His heroic act nearly landed him in the hospital. He never imagined it might also land him a date. The video cuts to Crowley, knee bouncing. Aziraphale's palm lands on it, and it stills. Crowley grins. Was it a date? Aziraphale smiles back. <laughs> I think we can quite confidently... Call it a date.
Thank you for reading. Please drop by the archive and let the author know what you thought of their work.